Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlocks big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features, get your free mind snack now. Today, we will unlock the book Zen in the Art of Writing for you. Have you ever felt confused when trying to develop your writing skills? You may have no idea about what to write, almost as if you have to wait for inspiration to descend upon you before you can pick up your pen and start writing. Or, maybe you have a great story in mind that you want to give voice to through your pen, but your thoughts are racing like a wild horse. You can't make sense of them and you don't know where to start. Sometimes, you're highly enthusiastic about writing, but when you've just started the enthusiasm gradually wanes, and you no longer feel that writing can make you happy. You can't help but wonder how one can find continued inspiration for writing and the techniques to improve their writing skills. Zen in the Art of Writing provides answers to these questions for creators. Using the author's lifelong writing experience as its blueprint, this book reveals the mind and techniques behind the creation of literary works. For the obstacles that creators need to overcome, this book gives detailed and unreserved guidance on how to turn the love and hate in your heart into motivation for writing. It shows you how to use your senses to turn what you see and hear into material for writing. Most wonderfully of all, it helps creators to explore themselves through their subconscious and unleash their inner inspiration and talent. This book is an indispensable and classical guide to writing in the field of literary creation. Selected by Writer Magazine as one of the 10 best writing guides, it has been in print for over 20 years and has remained as a go-to guide for numerous would-be writers. Author Ray Bradbury was not only a world-renowned science fiction writer, but also an essayist, playwright, screenwriter, and poet with over 500 published works in his lifetime. Throughout his life, he won numerous awards and represented the pinnacle of American imagination in the 20th century. After he died in 2012, NASA named the landing site of the Mars rover Curiosity Bradbury, in honor of the great author. In this audio, we will take a look at what writing guidance Bradbury teaches us in three parts. Part 1, How do you find creative inspiration? Part 2, What are the creative techniques used by master writers? Part 3, How do creators learn the techniques of writing? When it comes to inspiration, many believe that it can be discovered but not sought, hidden in the wild like a rare mountain mushroom. Bradbury, however, believes that inspiration can be tracked down and shows us three ways to find it. One day, at the age of 22, Bradbury sat down and wrote the lake on a piece of blank paper as a title, and the next thing he knew was a story finished itself in the next two hours. The lake became a popular story that was later reprinted several times and won the praise of several editors. Although Bradbury failed to gain immediate insights from the smooth and successful production of this story, over the next few years, he began compiling a list of would-be story titles with lots of nouns that jumped into his head. The list includes The Lake, The Night, The Crickets, The Ravine, The Attic, The Basement, The Trap Door, The Baby, The Carnival, The Carousel, the dwarf, the mirror maze, the skeleton. It can go on forever. He would select a word from his list and, with the word in mind, let his thoughts wander around to look for inspiration. In this process, characters, scenes and stories would emerge, and the basic structure of a short story would be born. For example, seeing carousel on the list, he remembered the first time he played on a carousel. 
He recalled the whole world spinning and jumping with the terrible horse, and he remembered shrieking in panic. He didn't go near a carousel again for years, but decades later, when attempting to rid a carousel again, the memories came flooding back and he had the inspiration for a dark fantasy novel, Something Wicked This Way Comes, which later became one of his classics. Another example is the word skeleton. Seeing this word in his list, Bradbury remembered that the first picture he drew as a child was of a skeleton, and he recalled a time when he went to the doctor with a sore throat and discovered his own Adam's apple. He thereupon conjured up the story of a man who was afraid to explore that part beneath his skin, the skeleton hidden beneath flesh and blood, and a few hours later, a new story was complete. In addition to the words in his mind, his lists also recorded humans' ventures into space and ideas from detective magazines. Such a list of nouns helped him write the science fiction novel, King of the Grey Spaces, and the detective novel, Death is a Lonely Business. Bradbury, therefore, suggested that you write down your list of nouns to help you find creative inspiration. Bradbury also believed that our subconscious is also a source of inspiration. He talked to many people and found that everyone had something that touched them deeply or that they forever missed, and that once they started talking about that thing, they felt uplifted as if their souls were shining. Thus, by letting these things flow naturally from the subconscious, writers can turn their mind into the muse of inspiration. However, we cannot easily perceive the subconscious mind, and it needs to be constantly nourished if it is to feed our inspiration. Everyone unconsciously nurtures the subconscious with past experiences. You have to seek out, love and observe the things around you and react to them in the most authentic way, and they can then become the material that makes your writing unique. In addition to this, books and magazines can also provide nourishment to the subconscious. If we feed the subconscious junk food, the inspiration it produces will naturally not be recognized by others. Conversely, if we feed the subconscious with healthy food, the inspiration it offers can only set off magnificent fireworks. According to Bradbury, to nurture a healthy subconscious, we must cultivate the habit of reading good writing every day. He says that poetry is compacted simile and metaphor, in which inspiration abounds. Reading Robert Hillier's poem about searching for a mermaid near Plymouth Rock led Bradbury to write a story called The Shoreline at Sunset, while George Gordon Byron's line, And the Moon Be Still as Bright, evolved into a chapter in Bradbury's The Martian Chronicles. In addition to poetry, Bradbury also believed that essays and collections of prose that could improve your senses were also of great benefit. By reading more of these, you will know how to use words to convey features of objects, such as their color, sound, or smell, to readers, in a way that makes them feel as if they are physically present. In ways such as these, writers can continually nurture their subconscious and provide sustenance for inspiration, which will flow freely as a constant stream while they write. In addition to drawing creative inspiration from noun lists and the subconscious, Bradbury often reaps surprises from memories. Between the ages of 24 and 34, hardly a day passed when Bradbury wasn't reminiscing about the lawn at his grandfather's house. He spent his childhood summers there, picking wild grapes with his father and brother, running to the rain barrel by the side of the house, and searching for the scent of goldfuzz bees under the grape arbor. Later in life, the grown-up Bradbury would let himself wander back to the field and push through the undergrowth to further explore these surprises. In this playful reminiscence, he would find half-burned firecrackers, rusted toys and fragments of letters, or he would experience the darkness and depths of the ditches, the smell of wild grapes, and the loveliness of dandelions. These were precisely the recollections that became the source of his creative inspiration. In the end, all of these memories turned into words in dandelion wine, 
becoming an unexpected pleasure. He also created stories by looking into what interested him in the past. As a child, the first film he watched was Lon Chaney's The Hunchback of Notre Dame, after which he fell in love with Chaney's works. Enjoying the thrill of being frightened, he became crazy about monsters, skeletons, circus troops, carnivals, and dinosaurs, as well as Mars, the Red Planet. While he was writing, these things he loved would pop up automatically. While he was creating his novel The Velt, for example, Africa, vultures, and lions surfaced in his mind when he was describing a future playroom. When he finished writing, he wondered where the lions came from, but thinking back, they turned out to be the lions he saw in Lon Chaney's films. Past interests provided him with a wealth of inspiration for his writing. That was part one of the content. Ray Bradbury used a list of noun titles to find inspirational ideas. He recommended that writers nurture their subconscious minds by reading poetry or prose to provide nourishment for inspiration, and he also drew on his memories to inspire creativity. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller, please download our app. Just search for Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play, get your free mind snack now.